whimsical, so unpredictable Here on the SNL Network We're back! <laughs> Surprise, We're everybody! Back. Welcome to our season 49 coverage of Saturday Night Live. My name is John Schneider from the Saturday Night Network. Very excited to be back with you on this early Wednesday evening where we got some breaking news today with all of the information on Saturday Night Live's 49th season of the show and how exciting is this we finally can get into it we've been waiting on one of the longest breaks in snl history to be able to talk about all this and i'm happy to break down all today's news with my man sammy k sammy how are you i am doing great john it's just very exciting you know because obviously you know if things were normal you know snl would have come back two weeks ago so you know we're only kind of going to be about a month or so late to the party this year but we we lost shows at the end of last season there's been all this uncertainty so to finally get the news that you know the show is coming back for season 49 is is super exciting and i'm, I'm excited to break down everything we learned today if this first time you're joining us we do do coverage of saturday live from wall to wall basically from right after the show is done we're breaking things down we got round tables we got statistical analysis all kinds of stuff we have analysts from all over who break down the show and this is our fourth season getting to do this i'm very excited for that we're also press which helps promote the show so we work directly with saturday night live where they get to send us some press releases with some information and that we are just always so honored to get to share that with all of our friends in the snl community so that's what we're going to do here today sammy i know you asked me about um my uh feelings on the new cast member well that we're going to talk about it in just a little bit but first let me read today's press release that i got sent to me from saturday night live so everybody has the same information and then we will break it down so here we go the 49th season of Saturday Night Live will premiere October 14th with Pete Davidson returning to Studio 8H for his hosting debut. Remember, Pete was supposed to host at the end of last season before the strike. That was the episode we were going to get as the strike came down. Davidson is currently on a stand-up tour throughout the U.S. and Canada. Ice Spice will perform as SNL musical guest for the first time. Her music has reached more than 4 billion global streams in the past year, and she was named Best New Artist at the 2023 MTV Video Music Awards. Sammy, what do you think about our premier host and musical guest? Obviously, you know, uh, towards the end of season 48, you know, as we um, had talked about back then, he was supposed to host, I believe, with musical guest uh, Lil Uzi Vert for that first show in May. And, you know, there's a lot of anticipation. Obviously, he had only just left the show back in season 47. So for him to return then, it, you know, made a ton of sense because of, you know, Bupkiss' Peacock show, which, you know, we got a chance to cover. And, you know, obviously talked to Dave uh, Cyrus back in uh, May, which was really exciting. If you guys haven't seen that interview, definitely check that out. Um, but now, you know, we're a couple months removed from that. And around that time when, you know, the show started getting canceled, I'm like, oh, I wonder is Pete going to be back for next season? And, you know, that is the case. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see Pete back. I honestly feel more excited to see Pete back um, for the first show in season 49, as opposed to one of the last shows in season 48, because we, you know, we have a little bit more kind of time removed from his time on the show. And, um, you know, I think it will be kind of cool to see him interact with the new cast members that joined last season. And as well as uh, this new cast member, um, Chloe, who, you know, um, is, is the, the, the sole new cast member for this season. So I'm, I'm, you know, definitely excited to see what Pete, uh, has to bring, uh, to the show. 
Yeah, my feeling on Pete Davidson, like I said, is I think that uh, they were just ready to go whenever they needed him. In this case, uh, they were very much like, uh, you know, we don't know if SAG is going to be done and, and if anybody's ready to promote anything, but Pete is. So let's get him out there. Um, Ice Spice is a pretty big name this summer. Um, you know, Taylor Swift is obviously the biggest name in the world and everything is Taylor Swift. And a lot of news broke about how Ice Spice is very good friends with Taylor Swift and appeared on the Taylor Swift track. So this to me makes sense as your premier musical guest. Very, very popular artist nowadays. Are you familiar with Ice Spice, Sammy? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, how you doing, fellow kids, is what I'd say to Ice Spice, uh, the 30 Rack joke. Uh, no, I mean, I know her from, obviously, you know, TikTok stuff. Um, she was in the Barbie soundtrack this summer with Nicki Minaj, and she was right. recently in a Dunkin' Donuts commercial with Ben Affleck, which was like the weirdest collab I've ever seen in a commercial. Uh, she has her own drink with Dunkin' Donuts uh, right now, some some promotion she's doing. So, obviously, a pretty big name. And, you know, as far as like looking at a lineup, seeing like what SNL is trying to do to kind of bring people back to the show after such a long break, you know, you're, you're bringing back, a, you know, a, probably the most famous cast member, um, you know, that has come out of the show in recent times, you know, for both on screen and off screen antics. And then, you know, a musical guest that can kind of target that, you know, younger demo. Um, so maybe not something that die hard, you know, SNL and, and, well, I, I don't know. Comedy fans, the, the musical guess is, you know, maybe, you know, l less, uh, they have less of a preference or whatever. But, you know, definitely going for a younger demographic is what I'm saying versus just the typical person who's been watching SNL for, you know, 30 plus years. Yeah, I think I said this in May, but I, I think my feeling on Pete's episode is going to be or like my big question going into the episode is Pete going to take over the show because he never really did that as a cast member very much. He never really like dominated an episode in a way that a lot of former cast members who come back to host have. So is this episode going to feel very Pete Davidson centric or is Pete going to just be the additional cast member? That's, that's the big question for me. So I just sort of wonder, you know, it, what the vibe will be like in, as far as a premiere is concerned. Are we going to get someone who's just really dominating the episode in that sense? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious how Pete will blend with this current cast, knowing that he's been off the show for a little bit. Yeah, and I think there's a ton of examples from the show's history where you have somebody who, you know, was on the show for a short amount of time who didn't get a ton of screen time. I don't know if that's something you can necessarily say you know, Pete fits in that category because, you know, he was, you know, very famous for other reasons what, what, during his time on the show, but then they come back to host and, you know, they do dominate the episode. So if I had to guess, this will be a Pete dominated episode of SNL, especially, you know, the fact that, you know, he was supposed to host in May and now he's coming back. You know, I, I feel like there has to be kind of a mutual, you know, feeling between, you know, Lauren and Pete that like they want this episode to happen. I think, you know, now that, you know, Bupkis has kind of been, you know, out for many months now, you know, it's, this isn't really a promotional thing. This is more so just like, you know, an alumni coming back to the show to host. Right. So I feel like there is passion there from Pete's end. You know, I guess we'll see um, on October 14th if that's, if that's the case, but I have a feeling that this will be a pretty Pete dominated show, which is something we haven't seen, like you said, a ton during his time on the show. So I think that'll be interesting to see the type of sketches and, you know, the type of roles that he plays, uh, you know, throughout the episode. 
Yeah, and here's a, a good plug, which is Sammy brought up the fact that we spoke with Dave Cyrus. So Dave Cyrus is one of Pete's best friends, uh, wrote on the show while Pete was there, and also uh, helped produce Bubkiss. And before Bubkiss was released in May, we, we covered, by the way, Bubkiss in full, uh, which you can go and watch now. And it, it is a very interesting show. There's some good episodes that are uh, like really, I think, quality, like high quality. And we asked Dave Cyrus when he was on with us, what he thought a Pete Davidson hosted SNL would look like. We talked about the episode with him potentially, and he did mention that the episode will probably air in the fall. So I think that you can get some good insight from that interview if you want to go back and check that one out. So that is the first episode. We're going to be talking a lot more about Pete in that episode leading up to things as we go through our coverage next week, previewing the show. Week number two has been announced October 21st, and that is a double duty episode hosted musical guest Bad Bunny, who is one of the biggest artists in the world right now. I mean, he is so, so huge. I'm playing his music basically at every wedding that I've DJed this summer where I've been out there. Um, people love Bad Bunny, and he's a really, really fun guy. I've seen him out on the late night shows before. People just really enjoy him. I think this like totally makes sense. Um, Sort of reminds me a little bit of what they did with Jack Harlow last year. I, but I do wonder if Bad Bunny has more of like an overtly out personality where he's he'd be more engaging. So I'd be curious to compare those two examples. But I do think that, again, another indication with the SAG strike not being fully resolved yet, that they're going to book a musician here just to have those first two weeks not be, you know, an, RA, an actor promoting a movie. So that is why it makes sense to me. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, that was also my first thought when I saw this. I mean, yeah, like you said, Bad Bunny's a huge star um, and a huge international star. You know, that's something to, you know, very much, you know, put a light on because I feel like, you know, I don't personally listen to a lot of Bad Bunny music. I've heard him featured on a lot of, on a lot of music that I listen to. Um, he did a song with, you know, Travis Scott in The Weeknd this past summer um, that he was featured on. And I'm pretty sure he's going to be featured on drake's new album that's coming out on friday so maybe there's a little promo there but um somebody who is a huge star i feel like you know we had a lot of conversations last year about how you know the the type of star that snl was able to get coming out of the pandemic and obviously you know we went from pandemic where things were weird to now we're coming out of strikes where things are weird so uh, it's curious to kind of track how the booking is changing um, and all that, but I mean, Bad Bunny is a huge, huge, huge name. So, um, I think, you know, you look at both of these lineups, you know, next to each other and, and, you know, SNL is getting huge names to be on the show coming out of a, you know, kind of a, uh, a, a period where, you know, we, ha we haven't had a lot of show. So I think that's exciting. Um, and Bad Bunny has also been in some movies. I know he was in a movie called Bullet Train that came out last summer, which is an action movie with Brad Pitt. Um, and I think he's trying to kind of do the, you know, musician slash actor sort of thing. So, you know, we'll, we'll see if he can translate that over to sketch comedy. I'm sure, you know, he'll be able to bring that kind of flair on uh, his personality to the sketches. Yes. It, it, what uh, NBC said in the press release was Bad Bunny will do double duty on October 21st for his SNL hosting debut and second musical guest appearance. So in case you did forget, Bad Bunny was a musical guest in season 46 with host Reggae Jean Page. So you can go and see his music on Saturday Live previously. Uh, the Grammy Award winning artist's fourth studio album broke the record earlier this year as the most streamed album ever 
on Spotify. So very, very uh, big deal for that. Overall, Sammy, my feelings about these first two hosts and musical guests, uh, very exciting. I'm just so happy that the show is back. I don't believe anywhere in a few weeks, we will be discussing that the biggest storyline from these two episodes was the host and the musical guests. I think these are both good choices and it's fun, but the cast has the opportunity to dominate these two episodes. They're going to be the focal points. So it is an opportunity here to really establish themselves and build to what season 49 is looking. We're not bringing in a major star that's going to take some of the spotlight away from the big personalities, the big characters. I think there's an opportunity here for SNL to really come out of the gates with a cast-focused season based on these two choices. So that's why I'm excited. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. I think you're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we're, we're going to probably get... We're going to transition over to talking about the cast here in a second, but, you know, we're not having, as far as we know at this moment, you know, we could have a situation, um, you know, like we get a last minute, Chris Redd is leaving the show sort of thing, but it seems like the cast is um, all returning for this upcoming season. So I'm excited to see, you know, there was a lot of exciting momentum going into the end of last season. So the opportunity for them to kind of, you know, continue that in episodes that aren't dominated by, you know, you know, huge, you know, hosts, I mean, these are huge hosts, but you know, uh, some, yeah. somebody that's going to be able to, you know, give them uh, the, the room to, to shine in these episodes. So I, I think that's a good decision on the show's part. Right. So after all the cast departures that we had between 47 and 48, the word is that there is no cast departures between 48 and 49, that everybody will be returning to the show. Things could always change, but for now, we have the entire cast returning. We have James and Sarah, who are upgraded from feature player to repertory status, so it's no longer featuring James Austin Johnson and Sarah Sherman, but instead, we have one new featured player, and that is Chloe Trost, who is joining the show, and I'm very excited to talk about Chloe. We have two Chloes on the cast. I was talking to some people earlier, trying to figure out whenever we've had two people with the same first name on the show before, and I think is unless somebody in the chat can correct me i think it's the first time since we had chris rock and chris farley in the same class with each other but we got two chloe's in season 49 well are we counting mikey day and michael che oh i guess that's true because the, yeah we say it differently but yes there's right. a lot of michaels <laughs> yes that's yes true. yes but if you're michael talking longfellow. like yeah michael longfellow too yeah right mike yeah <laughs> so that maybe maybe not the best snl stat there but you know um <laughs> yes that's true okay forget it well let's talk about the new let's talk about the new uh oh yeah chris elliott chris farley thanks Kelp. that's a good one too yeah so there, there have been a few examples of this but we're gonna have to come up with a good way to talk about chloe trost versus chloe Feynman. i assume chloe Feynman will probably remain chloe and then trost will be trost but we'll see uh whatever we feel but here we go here's a headshot of uh chloe trost as sent to me by nbc and uh let's talk about her who i uh, believe uh all they said was chloe trost joins the cast as a featured player i believe she's an nyu uh, graduate uh i can tell you what i know about chloe trost which was that i went if you listen to our just for laughs coverage from this year i went to just for laughs and i covered it as media and i got to meet chloe trost as she interviewed please don't destroy in the a conversation with please don't destroy uh thing that i went to which was really cool it was basically we sit down for an hour uh not the typical pdd show where chloe interviewed them asked them questions about stuff and 
the truth is, is that Please Don't Destroy and Chloe are as close as can possibly be. They hired one of their friends onto the show. And this is an extension to me of Please Don't Destroy. And their ascension at the show is having Chloe Trost, one of their best, best friends, become a part of it. And I'm very excited for what we're going to see from her. What are your thoughts, Emmy? Yeah, no, I'm obviously very excited to, you know, see somebody new join the show and especially somebody who has these ties to Please Don't Destroy because, you know, I think everything, you know, especially from the pre-tape side of things, but also, you know, some of the writing contributions, it's been cool to see their kind of ascension um, these past two seasons now entering their third season on the show. And, you know, she she's a NYU grad. She's super young. I mean, this is just such an exciting addition um, going into the season. I mean, imagine, you know, from I'm just thinking about like from her perspective, just, you know, trying to be an actor or be in the entertainment industry right now with everything going on with the strikes, you know, to be able to get an opportunity kind of coming right out of that to be on Saturday Night Live is, you know, just amazing and obviously very excited for her and, you know, wishing that, you know, she has a successful, you know, first couple episodes and first season. And, you know, this this is the first time we've had just a sole cast member joined the show since 2018, right? When Ego uh, joined the show. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that, I mean, you know, that's a interesting stat. I mean, w- you know, when we talked to Bobby Moynihan, um, you know, last year, he talked about, you know, what it's like to kind of, you know, join SNL as the, as the sole cast member and how he kind of wished he was with a group. But, you know, it's kind of nice knowing that she already has this connection with Please Don't Destroy kind of going into the season. Um, it seems like also, you know, she is, you know, follow, uh, on their Instagram, she's, you know, connected with a lot of people currently on the show, um, you know, whether it's you know, the, the other cast members or writers. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that she's able to kind of transition, um, you know, as a featured player, you know, smoothly and, uh, you know, that things I'm, I'm excited to see what she you know brings in these first two episodes. Yeah, I think she's going to have one of the easiest transitions <laughs> ever because she has such a support system around her already. And I mean that in a good way. Like, I don't think I'm not one of those people that watches SNL and I'm like, ah, you can't hire all your friends. Like, I think it's good if people come into Saturday Night Live with it, like an existing relationships because SNL is like it's alliances at the show is what we talk about all the time on this podcast as being so important. She comes in with an existing user base of writers to help her on the show like that is just so great for her and her you know ability to get into the cast and the truth is is that like i really feel like the you know we talked a little bit this week on the greatest cast members uh, about how season 49 could be a very even cast between the men and the women and i do think that chloe really helps in that i think you know losing kate and cecily and 80 going into last year definitely you felt it like we were ready for them to move on but there was a hole in the cast and i do feel that chloe could be a great person to help with some of the women on the show as to you know getting them more involved in sketches and having those really stand out and break out moments not to take away anything from the heidis and the egos of the world who are really you know starting to ascend and chloe was in a lot of sketches last year as well other chloe so um you know there's there are opportunities here for Chloe Trost to really have uh, an impact on season 49. And I don't think it's going to take her that long. Whereas with the previous cast over the last few years, when we were podcasting about 46, 47 and 48, it was always about which new player was having a tough time. I don't think we're going to get that when you get one new player injected into the cast who was already friends with so many people there. 
No, that's a that's a great point. And you know, as fans of the show, you know, being able to um, you know see somebody come in and you know be um, already so connected with you know a group of of writers, you know, already having kind of an established shorthand and, and collaboration. I think um, as viewers, we're just going to be treated to already kind of you know well formed ideas between you know the, um, you know Chloe and Please Don't Destroy. You know, having um, that prior relationship, it's only going to kind of benefit the way they're able to you know develop sketches and write together. And obviously, you know, she'll. I'm sure she'll collaborate with other people on the show as well, um, you know, other writers. But, um, you know, I think um, I'm excited to see, you know, will she, you know, kind of enter that world of the Please Don't Destroy pre-tapes as we've kind of talked about. And we've seen other other uh, cast members on the show like Sarah um, kind of, you know, live in that world. Will we see, you know, uh, Chloe Trost kind of enter that as well? I'm, you know, kind of curious to see. Um, you know, that's just one aspect of the things I'm kind of looking forward to and already starting to, you know, get excited about the possibility of seeing. Yeah, I do think a big question for me, if I'm being honest, is how does Sarah Sherman now fit into the Chloe Trost PDD sketches? Because I know Sarah writes a lot with Dan Bula and also PDD. You know, like that's the group of people I'm very curious. Is it a seamless fit to put Sarah and Chloe together? Because if you look on Chloe's Instagram, she definitely, it's not in like the gore area that Sarah tends to go or like these like, you know, out there characters, but definitely Chloe, she was on Just for Laughs or she was at Just for Laughs in 2023 as a new face in the character section. So they do like new faces, groups, one, two characters and unwrapped and stuff like that. But she was in the characters. So she brings characters to the show. And I'm curious if it's like, are we going to be talking halfway through the season? Like if Chloe Trost has a really good episode, does that mean that Sarah does not? Or are they complementary of each other? Do they do they help and bring each other up? Because I, I do see some similarities in the two of them and how they will work with the cast around them will be the most fascinating question I have for Chloe Trust right now. Yeah, that that is definitely a good question. I feel like, you know, obviously Sarah is, you know, this is going to be her third season on the show. She's a repertory player. I think she has kind of established herself and her name to where, you know, it, it's very you know, it's, I, I, I don't necessarily see that happening, but it, it, it could, it could, um, you know, it could, it could happen. I, I, I don't know, but, um, you know, I, I do hope it's a complimentary sort of situation, uh, between the two of them. Um, but you know, I, I, I don't know Trost's kind of brand of comedy enough. I'm, you know, honestly only, uh, learned about who she is today. So, you know, I'm excited to kind of, you know, dive in and kind of see, you know, what the similarities are there. I mean, from kind of just, uh, automatic, you know, looking at the headshot sort of thing, you know, I definitely do see, you know, how you can maybe cast her and Sarah in similar roles on the show, but I'm curious to see, you know, how different their comedic voices are. I'm sure, I mean, Sarah is such a unique voice. So I'm, I'm very, you know, curious to see kind of what, you know, Chloe's brand is. And, you know, I would love to see, you know, a way that they can complement each other um, in sketches, I think, um, you know, to just add to that kind of absurd humor, if that is kind of, in her bag as well. Um, you know, I've very much enjoyed everything Sarah's brought to the table. So hopefully, you know, Trost is able to kind of bring some of that weird energy to the show. And I think it is interesting too, that you mentioned that she's, um, from the character side of things, because, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but last year, 
you know, the four featured players we got, they all kind of had more of a stand-up background. Is that correct? And it seems like she's got more of the, you know, acting slash, you know, maybe improv sort of the background. That is very true. Yeah, this is a very different hire than the play, the new players we got last season. They all had more stand-up backgrounds. They're all still trying to figure out how to do the game of Saturday Night Live. Colby Trost has a background in, you know, creating these characters and has been working on this like to me this is one of the more polished hires i think we've had in a very long time not only her relationships and you know like her social relationships that she has where she's you know gone to parties and worked on comedy shows with people who have been at the show but also the fact that she's worked on characters coming into it. Like I think of a good example that went in the opposite direction with all our love and, and great time talking to him, but to Aristotle who came in with some great, great characters, but didn't have the relationships. And I think his career at Saturday Night Live would have been fantastic had he had those relationships. So I think for me, the fact that she, and by the way, uh, I see Gelb in the chat mentions, like she is a stand up as well. So she does stand up. She does characters. And she has relationships. To me, she has everything you need to be set up for a successful career on the show. Now she has to go out and do it. So that's what's fascinating. All right. <laughs> I left you speechless. I yeah, no, I was just like, yeah, no, I mean, he, he said it. He, he nailed it. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, if you do like some of this conversation and you like us breaking down all of the Saturday Night Live cast members and everything they, they do and will do on the show, we're going to have plenty of that. Like I said, wall-to-wall coverage of season 49 of Saturday Night Live beginning next week. So here is our schedule coming up for next week as the show ramps up and comes back on the 14th, 10 days away from now. Next Monday, we have our next edition of our character countdown. So we're going to stick that with one more Monday. We'll be back to release four more cast members on the list of greatest cast members of all time. That show will switch over to Thursdays once season 49 begins. We also have two more shows coming out next week. First, we'll have our preseason roundtable, which will take place Wednesday night, one week from now at 8 p.m. Eastern. I'll be back with some really fun guests. We have some guests from all around different areas of the SNL community, different podcasts, some journalists will jump in with us to preview the season. We're going to have some more information then to talk to through with you. We'll make some predictions. That will be very fun. And then Thursday night, if you like drafts, that show is for you because Thursday night I'll be back with Sammy and a bunch of our other great podcasters to do our cast draft where we will draft the cast members for season 49. The winner or the winning team with the most sketch appearances in season 49 will win that draft. So that will be next Thursday. That'll be our last preseason show. And then we will be live immediately after the Pete Davidson and Ice Spice episode of Saturday Night Live on October 14th for our first hot take show of the season where we will get all of the takes from some great podcasters and everybody in the chat. So uh, I'm excited. We're ramping up for 49. We got so much content and I'm so excited for the show to come back. So welcome back Saturday Night Live. Welcome back, Sammy. Thank you for joining us tonight. You want to do any plugs? Uh, no, this was just super fun and I'm glad that we were able to, you know, have this news to break down. And uh, yeah, like John said, you'll catch me on the draft next week and, you know, check out all of our super fan takeovers that maybe you missed over the summer. And you can find me at that uh, Sammy K on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok working on the new Instagram handle. You'll, you'll hear about that in the future, but you'll see me here on the Saturday Night Network. 
looking forward to it, buddy. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us live today for this breaking news edition of the Saturday Night Network. We will see you next time, everybody. Here we go. Season 49.